time in the market for first time buyer. Is it possible? Like if yeah. you were to just give that simple answer, what was it again? It, it's no. It's no. It's yeah. no. So let yeah. me ask this question. Go ahead. When should a first time buyer enter into the market? The right answer, the perfect answer, you should get into the market. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Podcast. This is episode two. Uh, for those of you that stuck around past episode one, we really appreciate that. <laughs> um, we, uh, yeah, we're back. We're back with another episode. We're back. We're back. Whether you like us or not, uh, you probably you probably enjoyed the first episode if you're yeah, back. Yeah, I think a it was bit. good. <laughs> I think it came out all right. You must like us a bit. Decent. Yeah. So. It was decent. So we're back to talk about some real estate and uh, financing things, obviously. Um, and uh, we're here to mainly discuss, well, not mainly, but we're definitely going to touch upon first-time buyers. Yeah, today. I say we jump right into it because um, that, that's you know a, a very, very uh, touchy subject here in Canada right now, right? Mm. Home ownership. How it's is anyone going to- I would say people feel like it's almost impossible to become- yeah, I think there was a poll. Yeah, there was a poll, I think, that- word. A bunch of uh, like more than fifty percent of people pulled thought it's never going to happen. They're just thinking yeah. about rent, 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 rent. Yeah. Owning 20, is not even an option. Twenty thirty, you'll you'll uh, you'll own nothing, you'll own nothing mm-hmm. and you'll and be love happy. It. Oh yeah, and yeah. be happy. Yeah, Maybe. that's not going to happen with our clients. That's for no. sure. You're no, gonna, we're getting you in. I think that's the trap, right? That's the trap. People uh, are falling into it, thinking it's impossible, the, right? But we make the impossible yeah. possible, right? The real thing about renting that I want to touch on, I know we're not we're not going to talk about Go renting into much, it. but touch a lot whatever. of first-time home Touch buyers, it all. Touch them all, Joe. <laughs> 92, 93. <laughs> um, a lot of first-time homebuyers come from renting, right? They're, they're usually renting and they say, okay, now it's time to buy. So I, that's why I want to touch upon renting. When you rent, it's all... It's great, right? You don't have to pay property tax. You don't have to pay, you know, something goes, something breaks, yeah. your fridge breaks, you don't have to fix it. Call the landlord. landlord comes in, right? You're not paying maintenance fees if you're in a condo, whatever the case may be, right? You're paying your utilities, you're paying your rent, you move on with your day. So your cost is probably much lower. It is much lower, especially in today's day. Um, but what are you going to do when you're 55? What are you going to do when you're 60? Are you thinking about it? Are you not thinking about it? Are you going to rent when you're 60 years old? Because that $3,000 condo or townhouse, whatever you're renting right now, is going to be six probably at that mm-hmm. time if you're mm-hmm. if you're around our age. Yeah. You're making six grand a month on, from your, on pension, your pension or wherever, or wherever you're making. I don't know. You're making not 200 you're grand. Lucky a year. To have a if you pension. are, God bless. That's awesome. Yeah. But what are you going to do when you're 60, 65, 70? You're going to continue renting? That's where I talk to a lot of our clients. Like, oh, sorry. I talk to uh, a lot of our clients because at the end of the day, it's not about now. It's about the future, right? It's about being able to purchase something and be safe when you retire mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Exactly. So I feel like a lot of renters, for whatever reason, don't think about 30, 40, 50 years down the road. But there's going to be a time when you're 75, you're 80, and you don't own a property, and you're paying $6,000 for rent where you just didn't have to yeah. have a mortgage, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. real, real estate is like what people always say it's the long term game. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and it's long term in terms of gaining your equity and and you know your return on your investment, but it's also for to to uh, to lose point. It's where you're going to be residing. Yeah. Right? And you want to be able to afford that home over your head when you're yeah. 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. Exactly. Uh, and if you're renting, 
and <laughs> rents go up like they right? did yeah. now. Rents have, rents have skyrocketed, right? So yeah, and yeah. we've had clients like that that are renting, and we we explain this to them like what Lou just said about when you're 50, when you're 60, what are you going to? Where are you guys going to go? Right? And yeah. they think about it, and we've those first time they became first time home buyers, yeah, and they're they're really happy right now, right? Yeah. So it's a big initial jump because yeah, you're taking on way more expenses, but in the end. It is worth it, hundred yeah. percent. Well, think about it, right? Like you're seven. Let's say you're seventy years old. You're paying six thousand dollars a month for rent. That's seventy-two grand for the year, right? Really, yep. yeah, seventy-two <laughs> grand for the year. But if you own that house for twenty, twenty-five, thirty years, you're paying zero dollars for your mortgage, right? You're paying your property tax exactly five, six grand, whatever you want to yeah. call it, yeah. depending where you live. Yeah, right? you want to be able to, as you get older, reduce those those obligations, yeah. right, and enjoy your life, and uh, you know, live it live stress-free. So that's our goal. Bring first-time home buyers into the market, right? In a way that is possible. You don't always have to listen to that stuff online, you know, Toronto Star, whatever the case may be. Don't listen to that bullshit. Oh, Toronto, Star. <laughs> Toronto Star. No, I, yeah, Just, maybe we, I won't mention any more names. That's, yeah, yeah. that's where it ends right there. Um, first the media. Yeah. Um, no, you don't want to, you don't want to believe everything like, oh, first-time home buying is impossible. It's not impossible. And this is kind of where we work together right? To service our clients. Because at the end of the day, as a first time home buyer, you need to have a mortgage broker that's going to look out for your best interest. You need to have realtor or realtors that look out for your best interest. Because when you get into the market, a lot of the times is almost one of the most important things if you're a first time buyer, right? You want to make sure you buy a sound investment. You want to make sure investment or I call uh, a home for myself an investment because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be there forever. I'm probably going to sell it. So I want to make sure It's a good investment. Yes, it's a home, but to me, it's still an investment. And um, what you're approved for, right? This is why. Yeah. What are some of the uh, difficulties to yeah. with uh, first-time home buyers? Well, number one is um, the uh, the idea of you know you have to have the twenty percent down payment. That's you know one of our mm-hmm. um, f- myths that we need to debunk right away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you, okay, let me ask you then. Do you need 20% down? Because a lot of people think you do. A lot of people you, say, oh, I don't have 20%. Yeah, I can't, I can't buy. It. We've seen it. We've you seen it with a lot of people. You absolutely do not need a 20% down payment to purchase a property, uh, to get approved for a mortgage. And it's very, um, it's very uh, lucrative right now, the idea that people think, you know, if uh, that that's the only way in, right? And that's, very, that's one of the discouraging uh, components right now for people trying to get in. Uh, you can put down as little as five percent on on a uh, on a purchase, anything up to five hundred thousand dollars. Five, you know, five percent of that. So yeah, uh, yeah. every uh, amount over that, right, up to nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine cents. Uh, you need just another ten percent. So with a small down payment, a lot of people can uh, make their way uh, into the market into um, home ownership, right? and you know start building that wealth and start building up that equity. We have several clients that we've uh, assisted putting down, you know, 7%. I did 10% with you. 10%. You did 10% that first time with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now look at you. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you now, (laughs) Mike. Well, look at that investment, Look at you now. Well, that- Please share that. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I, I didn't. That have, was, you know, I know you can't. We we are all in accordance that you can't time the market. Yeah. Unless you're Mike, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> exactly. oh, did As he we, ever? Did he ever? Yeah. Right. That was, tell us. Um, tell us. But no, we'll I, get back to the stress test in a second because yeah. this is a very important story. Yeah. No, I didn't put twenty percent down. I came to you. I didn't have twenty percent. No. It was that property in New Market? So what did I do? I put ten percent. 
my payment was a little bit higher every month, right? Mm-hmm. Not by much, just a little bit, right? But um, interest rates were low at that yeah, time. The rates were low. Right? So before you continue, can I say this too? I'm I'm not the mortgage guy here. This guy's a mortgage guy. But if you put down less than twenty percent, you get uh, my rate. You, you have better rates. High ratio, yeah, my right? rate was yeah, high ratio mortgages, insured mortgages. Okay. Um, because if, anytime you put down less than twenty percent on a property, uh, you have to get mortgage insurance, and it actually gives a lender solace that that property, Is even insured. if you. You know, go to Kabul for the rest of your life and stop paying your. It's your not payments. a bad idea at all, by it's, the way. It's, hey, but. we'll talk about it. <laughs> and um, and, and you don't pay your mortgage payments anymore. They will get compensated. So what they do as a result, they provide you with a lower rate. So right now, the best rates in the market are the insured rates. Yeah, right? that's so, what I wanted to say. So you, you can get a better rate. You get a good you rate, get less than twenty. Yes, now. there's a little bit of your insurance premium gets tacked onto the mortgage, but. It, all in all. It, it's amortized over the full length of, of the of the mortgage rate, those 25 years, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so you don't really feel um, it that much. You don't feel it, right? Exactly. It increases the payment just a little bit. So, yeah. And it gets you into my the market. Fault, my fault. But exactly. Back to you. But back from to that uh, back bottom you, line, Jerry. the bottom line from yeah. that is basically I uh, got into the market. Uh, it was the easiest way for me to get into the market. 100%. And that's when everything boomed uh, during COVID. The yeah. property doubled in value. So if I was just sitting on the sidelines waiting to collect twenty percent, twenty percent, right? Oh, you would have never, you would have never been able to get into the market. Yeah, no chance. I would have been a renter while, yeah. while you no. a lifetime renter. There's, there's ways to get around it, yeah, right? Of course, so. but while you're like people are thinking, you got they have to aspire to that twenty percent, right? Okay, so for example, if they they're being told average price of a property is a million dollars, okay. 20%, they need to save $200,000. No yeah. chance. Right? So people are thinking, I got to save 200000 200000 The price, prices just keep going up. So, even now, right? Like you you guys could say prices have have still gone up, even though, you know, the, the, all these interest rates have gone up yeah. and the market's taking it. The overall year over year average price has still gone up. Yeah. Oh, right? no, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Not, a, not by 100%, but yeah. it has gone up. Okay. Let me ask you this question, Tol. Can what- can you bring to the table for first time home to buyers? make it easier? Yeah, to make it easier because at the end of the day, yeah, we're talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. But what can actually be done? We're trying to get to the so, bottom. So yeah, line absolutely. The the bottom line is this: it's the stress test is involved. So essentially, whatever your market um, rate is being that contract rate that's being offered to you, your income and uh, the ratios between your income and your liabilities has to be able to sustain two percent higher than than uh, the rate you're being offered. Okay, so uh, right now, that that makes people have to qualify at upwards of eight percent because rates are at about six percent. The stress test number used to be five point two five percent. It is still five point two five percent. That's the benchmark rate. Yeah. So it's the greater of the two contract rate plus two percent or five point two five percent. That's right, right now. That's, that's right by now. By the time so, you hear this, it might be higher. We exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whatever today's yeah. date is, uh, that's what it currently is. We, uh, as mortgage brokers, understand that that may be difficult for people, uh, especially first-time home buyers who are, you know, maybe just coming out of college or university, and ju- or just starting out the, their positions and and not making as much on the on the books. Uh, we have products where you can qualify at that contract rate, right? So that helps you be able to borrow more money and qualify. Okay, is it a permanent thing? Do you always have to stick on these rates? No, we also have alternative lenders, uh, B lenders, who have extended ratios where uh, for a premium and a, and a, a shorter 
um, uh, length period or, or whatnot, you're able to qualify and you're able to actually get into that property. And then we could talk about switching you over to an A site. So for me, as a mortgage broker, what I bring to the table for first time home buyers is options. Okay. Lots of different options from all my various lenders where we make it happen. Right. Yeah. Which, which any, cause there's, I'm sure you get tons of different scenarios yeah. from different uh, first time home buyers in terms of like their income, their liabilities, and, and, all and that stuff. Right? Exactly. So. Where, you know, you got people who like to, uh, you know, they, they have an expensive car payment or whatever or not, and they don't realize the impact that has on their qualification or they have a, you know, a low income but their aspiration is to get a very high uh, purchase price. Yeah. We have and some clients like that. It's, it's you know, champagne dreams on a beer budget is what yeah. we like to say, right? So it's- it's. But it's it's also that gears to the fact that sometimes people don't know, right? They don't know what they can afford and that's totally fine. That's where we come in. That's where we bring, you know, if we got to bring a client to you, bring a client to us, whatever the case may be. We talk about what you can afford, where you should buy, what's the best fit for you, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't actually know what they can do with the money that they have or think that they just don't have the money when they yeah, do have they do the have money. How far it can go, how what the options are, go, right? right? Yeah. Gifted, gifted options from parents. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can add a cosigner, so you can do get you, a guarantor. Not to cut you off, but do you, uh, like, do you have any personal experiences where like you were able to do something for a first time buyer that did not think was possible? Like maybe, I don't know, getting them approved for more than what they thought they could have get approved for? Or- Absolutely. Well, we have, um, people didn't realize that, you know, they could add people to the to the mortgage as guarant as guarantors or as co-signers. That's number one. Uh, we had numerous some of your own clients um, that that's what put them over uh, the edge in terms of qualif- qualifying, right? That pushed them through the finish line uh, to be able to qualify. Um, that's the most common right now. The gifted down payment and the co-signer or the guarantor added to your deal. Yeah, right. Those are the most common. The, the other side of it is the contract rate qualification. Right, so you have a qualifier at a lower um, interest rate, uh, so that kind of nullifies the effects of the stress test, and or going to alternative lenders, so a B lender, whether it's a credit union or a private lender or uh, any of our our options where the ratios get extended and you're able to qualify for a little bit more uh, with at a, at a at a slight premium on your on your mortgage. Yeah. Rate. Yeah, when first time homebuyers come to us, like. After we have that conversation, Mike and I have that conversation with them, like what they're looking for, what their thoughts are, right? Um, and right. we understand where they want to be and you know what kind of property they're they're looking for. Next thing we do is we call our mortgage broker, obviously, yeah. and we try we make sure that whatever they're looking for, it's possible, right? And if it's not possible, put them into something else that works. And that works, still right? There's a lot of first time home buyers that maybe you know they're looking to buy something for themselves that they probably want in five, 10 years for themselves, right? But real estate is, it's like building blocks. So there's a foundation you need to pour first, right? No pun intended, obviously, real estate. But um, it, uh, like sometimes you can't afford that property. You might not be able to get that, you know, detached house and bond right away. You might have to start off in a condo. You might want to start off in a townhouse. Things that you can afford to build exactly. equity, right? Yeah, you might have to go a little further out. That's yeah, okay right? too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we have... Uh, uh, a client that we have, uh, one of our good friends, actually, actually, our first client, our first client, we won't mention any names, but you'll know once I once I talk about him, um, purchased a condo in Vaughn. 
Um, and that spiraled. Young, younger yeah. guy, obviously, um, had a little bit of money saved up. Not a ton, but a little bit of money saved up. And he was able to purchase just before the pandemic. It was like end of 2019 or something like that. Um, he did incredibly well with that condo. It's not built yet. It was a pre-con, um, but he did incredibly well. It's building equity right now. And when it's finished, he's going to have a nice chunk of change in there. Now, was that his property that he wants to live in forever? Absolutely not. Yeah, can exactly. he live in it? Yeah, if he wants to, he can. But he's got bigger aspirations. He's got bigger dreams. After he bought that condo, he went on and bought a townhouse with us as well. Um, and he's got big things planned for him. But it was him reaching out and, yeah. and just asking a question. What can I do with this? Right. Yeah. And I don't think he actually at the beginning thought he could do it. No, he definitely he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. And we explained how he can get in yeah. to the market and yeah. it made sense. And he, he, he jumped in and he's, yeah, he's in a great position now. Exactly. Yeah. He asked, he just simple. He was just calling me asking a question to be honest. Yeah. And then we were able to, it was, the timing was perfect because we were able to secure him that condo. Um, and I, as a lot of people know, once COVID hit, the market just absolutely blew up. I'd say like a year after COVID. Well, last year, right? 2022 was insane for real estate. But he got in in 2019, 2020 by just asking a simple question. We were able to to scoop him something that that worked for him. So, I mean, there's there's stories out there that people that they they made money through real estate, whether it's investing, whether it's first time buying, but you won't know unless you actually align yourself with the right people and share and have those stories shared. Yeah, of as course. Well, right, yeah. we're gonna keep that information or those stories to ourselves. And if correct me if I'm wrong, uh, this gentleman came my way and we had uh, this oh, yeah, was yeah, purchased yeah, yeah. with mom and dad as well. Oh, on right? one yes. of them. Yeah, one yeah. of them. Right, yeah, yeah. one and, of them was. Uh, and you know, they made money on both. Made money on both. Yeah. Uh, refinanced the the, the owner occupied property yeah. to you know help finish uh, the deposit deposit structure right and get and, that all secured. And one's uh, closing in the fall, I think. The fall, that's closing. the one. So they'll be able to okay. cash out one of them, which is yep. sweet. This is awesome. Great story. Shout out to our first ever client. Obviously, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Put us on the map, I guess you can say, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and uh, Tony, when you talk about uh, co-signers and guarantors and stuff like that, um, can some people don't want to be tied in with their family, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I understand that. They don't want to have like mom and dad on the, yeah, on the property, pride. right? The pride sometimes the gets pride. in the way. The Italian pride. Us. Yeah. But uh, you can remove those uh, yeah, guarantors in after, time, correct? You actually... Um, uh, can speak to this a little bit more, but in time, as time progresses, you connect with your with your lawyer, and they can be removed off the off the uh, title, and you can uh, easily, easily actually, with a communication with the lender, with myself, be able to um, have that process happen, yeah. and 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 you're you're free and clear afterwards. Just right? It's, it's it. just securing yeah. the I'll property, secure. right? It's it's that it's. That giving you that a little extra push. Okay, let me ask right? this question. Mm. Actually, I'm going to ask you this question. Ask. A lot of first-time buyers say, "Ah, it's just not the right time. The market's going up, or the interest rates are." High. There's always a we know. There's always an yeah. excuse. Either the interest rates are too high, or the market's too high, or they think the market's going to crash. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. I know you timed the market really well, yeah. but that. Well, okay, best. let me ask this question. Was it a fluke? Were yeah, you lucky? Is it a, a bit of luck and a bit of knowledge? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, it's a little bit of both, I'd say. Yeah. So, simple, actually, you know what? Sim- shout, shout out to me because I pushed you yeah, to sell you that property. That. Okay. But you can continue. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, but long story, like to answer that question on timing the market, simple answer I don't think so. No. Um, 
you can look at some factors like when I sold, it was very high. Mm-hmm. So inventory was super low. Inventory was super low. Everybody yeah. remembers that. Time. There was like 25 right. offers on every house. Yeah. So yeah, if you look at it like from that perspective, is it a good time to sell? Probably. I mean, yeah. like you're going to get, it's a, your advantage to sell, right? Everyone's coming to you at offers with yeah. offers, right? And if so, you had an investment at that time, like to me, it was a no brainer to sell, especially if it wasn't a principal place of residence. Mm-hmm. If you had an investment, you could have cashed out and then could have reinvested in three, four yeah. months. Now, a lot of people were saying, oh, the market's going to keep going. The market's going to keep going. We kind of saw that the market wasn't yeah. going to keep going. Well, well, Obviously, we didn't know for sure, but if predict, you look at if we looked at the trends and we thought this was unsustainable, which a lot of people thought, and and you capitalized on it. Yeah. But we had one of our clients. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He timed he timed the market mm-hmm. like, perfectly. He thought he had a, a suspicion. He had a, a, hunch a hunch that everything was going to collapse. Yeah. So he sold at the, a peak time. And do you remember that realtor that we talked to? The person who because he rented after that. Remember, he yeah. said, I'm going to rent for a year, let the market come down. And we, the realtor on the rental side, when he was renting a property, he goes, hold on, your buddy or your your buddy, whatever, your, your client, I should yeah. say. It's you, boy. Yeah, yeah. Our client, your client just sold his property and the market's like so hot and now he wants to rent. He's going to he's gonna screw himself and get out of the market, right? He's mm-hmm. going to rent now. Market's going to keep going. And we're like, yeah, I'm, we, we don't think that's what's going to happen. But yeah, sure. I guess everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And he yeah. was- he was raving how this guy's making the biggest mistake yeah, of his life. Yeah, on and on. And, and that's, and he put what six, seven hundred grand in his pocket. He's got his house now. Yeah, clean. No mortgage anymore. Yeah. It's gone. Evaporated. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It just fizzled it's away. It's a woozy. It's a wazzy. Because you waited for the market to soften, you you bought back in. Yeah. yeah. And actually, from that client uh, down the street, he he saw what happened with yeah. how he sold, and then he sold his property. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. Another episode. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about another, another episode. That's the yeah debacle. Oh, that that's was that was fun. That was yeah, you guys are gonna want to hear that one yeah. in the next episode. That's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, I, w- so I will. I will. Yeah, go, ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Go back to that. Time no, so in the yeah, market. No, 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 no. You, no, no. You first. You first. Spider Man. Um, time in the market for first time buyer. Is it possible? Like, if yeah. you were to just give that simple answer, what was it again? It, it's no. It's no. It's yeah. no. So let me ask this question. Go ahead. When. Should a first-time buyer enter into the market? The right answer, the perfect answer, you should get into the market when you're capable of getting into the market. Okay. If you have the money down, 10%, 15%, 5%, get in. Because who knows what might happen? It might boom right after, like COVID, yeah. and your property might double. Well, over time, what's going to happen? We but know what's going to happen over yeah. time, right? Long term, it's going to go up. Everybody, long term, the right? market 5%. has peaks and valleys, obviously, but over time, if you're looking over, you know, let's say 10 years, 15 years, it's up. We know it's up, right? Yeah. All the way up. Yeah. All the way up, buddy. Um, is there a, a recommendation in terms of what to what type of property right now? Let's say right now you're a first-time home buyer right now. Uh, yeah. Is pre-con the way to go? Uh, oh, go ahead. Mike likes to stop it. That's, that's why I, I knew. I knew. I'm not going to lie. I knew that. I knew, <laughs> this would, I knew this would get you, you know, get you fired up. Pre-con. Yeah. Again, simple bottom line, pre-con is not the way to go right now. Right now? Because I mean, why? Though? Depends gonna... on maybe certain areas, maybe certain sure. builders. Sure. But generally speaking, the pre-cons in Toronto, those condos, they're selling at what? What are they selling at? Like 1,500 a square foot? No, 16, I, I think- 2,000? Depending are we at right where now? you are in Toronto, yeah, you can go up to like 2,500 a square foot right yeah. now. Like depending where you are. Obviously, so, parking 200 grand. Why are you buying that pre-con? 
for that much when you can buy right now for way less. Yeah. But it, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I keep cutting you off. Sorry, buddy. The go no, ahead. Sorry, buddy. And there's people <laughs> online. This goes back to our uh, first episode. Yeah. The, uh, the social media gurus. <laughs> there you go. They go on there and I they're talking, it. buy pre-con, buy pre-con. It. It's the best. It's the best. It is not the best. Yeah. It gonna, used to be. It used to be great. Yeah. It we, used to be we, great because you used to be able to buy in. Cheaper. Yeah, cheaper than current market value, 5%, 7%, right? Yeah. The Leafs used to be great too. What? Long time ago. We weren't so much. (laughs) Maybe the Sandin era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we have some personal experience with that. We've bought in pre-con back in the day. When the time was right. We saw, and it's really easy for your realtor to be able to tell you if that's a good decision or not. Call your realtor, right? Well, if you're a good realtor. Okay, sure. But call your realtor, say, hey, I'm interested in this pre-con, right? Is it a good investment? As a realtor, we would go look online, see what's selling right now mm-hmm. yeah. compared to the compare the prices and be like, yeah, no, it's not a good deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you guys did your pre-con, that was your first together, right? That, Which that's one? what uh oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Was the hammer. That was your first that was our first property that, that was we your first that together. one, right? So that's what first, first property that we purchased. Not well together. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, yeah. But so this this is kind of even time back to being a first time home buyer. Yeah. A strategy that you could use, right? Of a building. Uh, maybe Build you up. don't have you don't have uh you know twenty percent by yourself. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a great point. Right. Yeah. Maybe you have five. And then together with your best friend or with your cousin, yeah, or with you know your, your Family, girlfriend, whatever, your boyfriend, whatever. Matter. You now together you have ten percent or you have eight percent, nine percent, and maybe your income Jump in. individually is not you know sufficient to qualify for a mortgage, but collectively you can, right? Yeah. So there's strategies, there's things that once you get in contact with the right people, right? The realtor connects you with the mortgage broker. Yeah. You have the conversations. The 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 broker will be able to ask you those probing questions to see what your options are. Yeah, how are we going to get this done? Right? Yeah. Do you have a buddy? Oh, do you have a friend maybe that you can add in, into this deal? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And now it's possible. Yeah. Right? So you got to get creative, you, right? Well, you got to get creative. Uh, it's not even necessarily about being creative. It's about be, getting informed. Right? Informed on yeah, the options, yeah. right? Because yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Information crea- breeds creativity. Oh, wow. 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 wow! You're welcome. Damn! If I could drop these mics, should we change the name, the, the, nah, <laughs> the name of this podcast? No, <laughs> unreal. No, it's it's what it is. It's it's um, it's it's a matter of being informed and being connected with the right people, yeah, right? And and that can help a first time home buyer, you know, see the light, see yeah. the opportunity, uh, and, and you know, like like you were saying. When we purchased our first property together, that was the one in Hamilton. We bought it on a whim. We just drove oh, there one yeah. day. Mike's we like, we need to sign. buy right now. And within Never three minutes, we owned a property. Yeah. We just yeah. walked in. Was it nuts? Maybe. Sure. But it was. we were ready to get in. Mike owns his own principal residence now. I own my own principal residence now. From that, from that Hamilton condo that was worth nothing when we bought it. And even when we sold it, it wasn't worth anything. Yeah, crazy. You, you just, you, so we made money. You made money. But we were able to propel ourselves to buy another investment, our own principal place of residence, right? Our own principal uh, residences, residencies, home, whatever you would say. Yeah. Um, just a piece of paper, by the way. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, yeah. It wasn't like we, we waited until the condo the to get built. Yeah. Get the keys, furnish it. Because then what you assigned it, right? We assigned it, yeah. Assigned it, we yeah. assigned it and it was just perfect timing. But now- Nowadays, I don't think that's the way to go. I yeah. know there's a million and one assign. You guys probably get. Don't you have like a whole group just of assignments? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. That there's, are- there's assignments <laughs> coming left, right, and center. You want an assignment right now? You, you got it. You got it. Really, at the end of the day, yeah. there's people losing their shirts. Why are they losing their shirts? Because they bought 
150, 200, 250K. Yeah, I mean, my 300. Overvalued. Yeah, I've seen more, to be honest. I'm, I'm just thinking condos. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, people bought 300K over value, right? Now they're they're willing to sell at a 200K loss. They don't even own anything. Or they nothing. own paper. Or That's all they own. They're and they're going to give away 200 grand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ludicrous. That's an expensive piece yeah. of paper. But or it, they burn down the property. Or they, yeah. That's a, uh, well, we don't know. Conspiracy. It's going to be wildfires. We haven't heard anything yet concrete. But um, no, it's that stems down to being informed and being properly guided, guided by yeah. your realtor, by your broker, by whoever else needs to be uh needs to be part of that transaction, right? Um yeah, so let me ask yeah. you this. Bottom line for today's episode with first time buyers, because that's yeah. what we talked a lot about today, yeah, which my, is great. My bottom line is uh if you have the money, get into the market. Simple as that. It is condo, detached townhouse, where you want to live, like in Toronto, yeah, up in Barry, just buy something. Get into the market. You for first-time home buyers, um, don't be discouraged. There's lots of options out there, even with uh, interest rates where they're at now. Um, if you're connected with the right mortgage agents uh, and realtors and the right people in general, uh, you might be pleasantly surprised uh, at the options available to you. And so make sure you get informed and get connected with the right people, i.e. get connected with us. <laughs> wow. Very uh, straightforward there. Yeah, it's, 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 what am I going to do? Call, 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 go to your bank. Go, <laughs> go, call, go call that realtor down the street. No, call us. We'll take care of it and we'll show you, we'll show you the way. What about those realtors that say, if we don't sell it, we'll buy it. Those are the best. That's yeah. not us. We'll talk no, about that yeah, too later on. That, um, my bottom line is pretty simple. Ask questions. Ask questions. Mm. You might not know all the answers uh, that you're looking for. And you might not know what you can and cannot afford, where you should and should not be. Um, if you ask questions, we can ask questions and it might probe that answer for you that you're looking for. So ask questions 100%. So that's the bottom line for uh, today. But on the next episode, we're going to jump into some uh, some new topics. Yeah, we're going to talk about the home selling process and um, how to get your home ready for the market and what steps you guys should be taking or we should we should all be taking to uh to sell our home properly and for top dollar obviously we love that word top dollar every agent loves top that dollar. word we'll talk about top dollar then and uh what about in terms of the financing in side? terms of the financing aspect how does um selling your home and the mortgage that's attached to that property um uh, how does it is it portable to a, to the next property what are the requirements and and how can we um, assist in the financing aspect of, you know, if you're upsizing, uh, for example, or downsizing, uh, what does the financing component look like? And we'll bring in personal experience that we ran through, obviously, because we've sold personal homes, clients' homes, right? So we'll bring in personal experiences. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Awesome. Right. We will uh, we'll catch <laughs> you guys. There's another topic. Right? We'll ca- I think that's it for the next Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to also send talk about send this up. <laughs> and talk a little more shit about uh, what we see online. <laughs> for sure. A little, more. a little extra. I uh, like that. That's that. That's the bottom line. That was, um, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you on episode three. Take care. Ooh.